0: So let's all take a deep breath. I want to welcome you all to the the next group coaching call. This is a bonus for the Serving Circle members. And what we're going to talk about in this call is more about how to shift the unconscious mind, how to really, uh, I guess, not only be in control, but also be able to create the shifts that are necessary for the goals that you want to achieve so show of hands here who knows how powerful the unconscious mind is show of hands we all know the power of shifting your unconscious mind how it controls some say 95 percent of all the actions that you do so it would be pretty pretty damn important that we create the shifts and, and make sure that we're creating the shifts unconsciously to manifest the external Behaviors and results on the surface, correct? So one thing that I learned, I know many of you have read my email and the post that I did this week in the serving circle. But one thing that really hit me in the face as soon as I started uh studying personal development is that you don't achieve your goals all the time. We know this. Sometimes we set goals and we don't achieve them, right? Anyone anyone been there? Yeah. Cool, it's part of being being human, right? Um, if you don't do that, you're probably setting your goals too, too low. But what I like to, uh, but what's what really slapped me in the face is that you don't always achieve your goals, but you will always achieve your standards. The standards that you set yourself are different, right? The standards that you set yourself is the success point in a particular area that you will not drop below. Whether it's areas of your health, areas of your relationships, your finances, your business, whatever it is, your lifestyle, there are, certain, there are certain set points that we unconsciously create that as soon as we go below that, we start freaking out until we get a little bit above that. But also if we get too far above that, we, we tend to drag ourselves down back to that set point. But we all have certain set points. I would like you to highlight or just be aware of in yourself that you have a success set point a standard that you have for yourself in business and in finances right there are certain activities you do certain behaviors that you do in business and sometimes you know you'll dip below that that standard and be like i have to raise this up or you'll dip below a certain uh financial success point and you need to raise that up right but you will never stay there you'll always go above what you the standard that you set for yourself do we understand this? Yeah, Sonny says, oh, Wendy says like the thermostat. Exactly. So what I'd like for us to focus on today is what standard would you like to shift? We all have certain behaviors in business, whether it's through your content, through your outreach, right? Through, um, you know, just just what are you, what are you settling for? And what do you think the shift needs to be? What behaviors do you think need to shift? What behaviors do you need to stop doing and or start doing or continue to do? What what behaviors or what patterns do you think you need to adopt in order to raise your standards in the realm of business, right? In the realm of business or in the realm of finances as well, income. Another way of saying this is what behaviors or income level feels expansive for you? What feels like that next leap, that next level for you? As soon as you you highlight that, that can be the focus point of your new standard. Right? It'll take some work to create that, which is why I've got some help with some people here. I put out a call. To the serving circle that says, "Hey, anyone who wants to chime in and uh, and contribute to the conversation regarding shifting your unconscious patterns to achieve more success in business," and I had some people raise their hand, and so they're going to chime in here. We've got we've got Renee, Dr. Renee. Those of you who know Dr. Renee, we've got Linda, we've got Laurie as well. If you guys want to give you give a little bit of a wave, Wendy Corner can chime in as well. What we're going to do is we're going to call upon these people and, uh, and they're going to go through their take on what, you, what they think needs to happen in order to create these shifts. They might have an exercise for you. They might have some questions. They may have something for you to do. And we're all going to sit back and enjoy. We're going to do the work. We're going to create these shifts. And we're going to enjoy the expertise of these Serving Circle members. So if you're excited about that, I'm excited too. I'm excited to learn from you all as well. Uh, we have 50 minutes left, so we have plenty of uh, plenty of time to go around the room. But do you want to start with you, Dr. Renee? What's your take on this topic, and what do you have for us to create these sort of shifts in our life?
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. I didn't, I, I didn't know it was just a few of us going to be speaking. I thought it was all as a collective and so i was just going to chime in just a few things but i can i can take people through a, a 6 minute 4 minute process so that uh so other people can contribute too and we can all share the stage
0: definitely so definitely. Go okay for
1: it. so people always say something about raising your standards or leveling up and it's just a, it's, it's a lot of talk unless they tell you exactly how to go about doing it and so i'm a uh, pretty much a fundamentalist when it comes to emotional intelligence and personal development so As all of you know, because all of your transformed souls and loving souls are very much living in gratitude day today, I live with a grateful heart. So all of you, I'm sure, have you all heard of the be, do, and have? Just raise your hand saying yes or yes. See, it's so easy. So I'm just going to explain the being. uh, And somebody can do the do and have if they want to. But in the being, now I've set my goals for next year the beginning of October for next year. So on January 1st, I'm already there. Uh, I've got appointments already set up. I've got cruises that corporate clients have hired me as a keynote speaker. We've got seven cruises booked for next year. Uh, And that's just starting, that was from July, August of this year. We started booking for next year for 2024. And so when you're in that place of being, you change that state and you actually say, how would I feel? Let's let's say just an example, because I I don't have one, but I would love to have one, a brand new Rolls Royce. No, it's actually Bentley, uh, Silver Shadow. And it's a long wheelbase. And I could smell the leather. I've been in several before. When you smell the leather, those of you who have been in one or in a new car, like a Maserati or a Ferrari, you smell the leather, leather that's just in the place of being. And when you're in that place of being, you just have your mindset. You can close your eyes. You can do your affirmations or manifestations. But actually, when you declare it, now, the declaring, it's kind of like, you know how when you have your hand across your heart and I declare, I am a dynamic woman. I am a responsible woman. I, uh, I am a woman of God. I'm a dynamic entrepreneur. And we put our hands on our chest. That's a declaration to the universe. When you do a declaration, it is there's a, diction, a, a distinction between um, a declaration and a manifestation and an affirmation. As you know people here in america they call it the declaration of independence it's not the manifestation of independence it's the declaration of independence y'all have heard of the declaration of independence who's in america yes so it's not manifestation of the independence of those of that important document it's the declaration of independence and that's what the universe hears so i'm going to read to you some of the things that i wrote down Um, who am i being who am i being as a member of our community of tyson's community Who would I need to be to have miracles show up in my daily life? Who would I need to be to create value in the work that I do? Who would I need to be to generate life of abundance? Who would I need to be to alter my relationship without fear? Who would I need to be in a place of peace with my past? Who would I need to be to step powerfully into my future? Who would I need to be to be present as a way of being? Who would I need to be to live and most extraordinary life that I can live? Who would I need to be to know that my life makes a difference? Who would I need to be to be fully present and in love with myself and my life? Who would I need to be to need to improve my relationships with the most important people in my life? Who would I need to be to read the ultimate, ultimate manifestation and affirmations in my life that I'm creating of my personal breakthroughs and in being the most wonderful person that I can be? Now, I didn't say the word awesome. I didn't say the word amazing because those of you who have taken, who have gone to detox your body, you could share with somebody, oh, I had an amazing poop or something. The point is, is that amazing and awesome has already been so used, overused, overused, and it's watered down. So in the writings that I write, I don't use amazing or awesome, unless that's the only words that I can think of. There's so many other words in the Webster dictionary that you can use. So what I'm sharing with you, especially if you're going to start doing your, um, your your manifestations or resolutions, whatever whatever you want to call it for the new year, avoid the word awesome and amazing because it is overdone. And start now so that you can prepare yourself. We're in the last quarter. You're going to look back in December on the 25th after Christmas and say, oh, what have I accomplished? Did I accomplish what I wanted to accomplish? Did I Was I the very best? Did I level up? Was I the best person I could possibly be? Did I follow up? How many touches did I do to, to find clients? Besides the Zooms, did you follow up on the clients that you're supposed to? And things like that. So listen and watch what Tyson does. Follow him. Use his um, Use Tyson as a template of success of who you would like to be and level up your who you want to be so I, I look at I look at Tyson as somebody who I admire and I respect absolutely so look at a mentor and 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 take the characteristics of certain people around you and kind of copy them but being authentic to who you are and in the be do and have and with that Tyson my time is up and thank you so much I am complete um thank you so much for letting me uh, let me share your stage my pleasure. Oh, can I share something with everybody that you're going to be on stage with me next week on the 20th on your birthday? Go for it. Okay, so I'll just snag this real quick. It's called, it's called the love, or it's called the Global Love and Worthiness Summit. And Tyson's gonna be speaking on my stage. So in a in a day or so, or the next time we see each other, I'll advertise it and put it into the chat room. The technical part of the links and things like that, I have a small team of people who can help me do that. So I'll send you that information, Tyson, and then we'll talk about um, how we're going to connect. I'll do that on, on a chat or a message. message. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. And thanks for letting me be a little portion of your life. And thank you so much, Windy Corner. I got to share this with uh, Layla, that I've only had seven spots and 62 people applied. Layla Ansari is one of those speakers. So... That is, that's one of Wendy's uh, authors in in one of her uh, wonderful books. I think her first book. Okay. I'm complete. Thanks so much.
0: Round of applause for Renee. Thanks Renee. Beautiful. Wendy, would you like
2: to jump on? We can't hear you, Wendy.
0: I'm sure you'll suss out your microphone, can't hear you. How about we go to, we'll we'll give you some time to suss out your, your tech, okay? No problem. Laurie, you want to jump on? Sure.
3: So sometimes when we need to plan things in our lives, we get stressed about it. So this is a tip from Neuro Linguistic Programming, which can anchor you, to a present moment to relax you, okay? So I'm gonna take you through a technique, which I'm gonna do it a little bit quicker, but you will get the feeling and the sense of it. And if you practice it, it will work for you, okay? So what I want you to do, first of all, is I want you to think of something that is annoying you or bugging you, within your business right now, and to keep it fairly simple, think about it on a scale of one to five, think about a business problem that you have right now that is about a three. Okay, so I just want you to think about that for a few minutes, think about how this problem in your business is affecting you emotionally, feel where you are feeling it internally in your body. And I just want you to sit with that for a few minutes okay so now i want you to open your eyes and this time i want you to think of an experience in your life that has brought you great joy and happiness something it could be you received a gift from somebody and you were really excited about it it could be somebody was smiling at you gave you praise it doesn't matter what it is but I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and go back into that experience as though it is happening in your present moment. So I want you to close your eyes. I want you to take a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, and just sit grounded in the present moment in your chair. And I want you to think about that moment that brought you great joy, In happiness think about what you were wearing think about the colors that you saw what people were saying to you we are inside we are outside what was the temperature like and i just want you to be fully immersed and
2: step into that moment as though it's happening right now and i'll give you some time to do that So just really be there, deep breathing, enjoying that situation. Really allow yourself to be there. And when, you open your eyes so you can open your eyes and immediately I want you to make the
3: okay sign like this with both of your hands so your thumb and your index finger together as you're thinking about that joy okay so I want you to do that this is anchoring and it brings a present moment into our or a past moment into our present moment okay so now under your fingertips. Okay, undo your fingers, so take the okay sign away, want you to go back and think of that first thing that was problematic in your life that on a scale of one to five was a three, I want you to go back and think about that problem situation and as soon as you start thinking it, make the okay sign again. And with practice, you will see that that anchors in the positive emotions and it takes away the negativity, the stress that you were feeling. So you can practice this and with time, it really, really does work. You can do it while you're driving, you can do it while you're walking, you can do it at a staff meeting anywhere, and it helps reset you, recalibrate you so that you can move past what you have determined in your mind is the problematic business situation. Does that make sense to everybody here? And were you able to feel that shift a bit? Okay, great. All right, so that's my little tip. It's a little bit of hypnotherapy and NLP combined, but enjoy, because it really does work wonders. And it's great for kids. Kids love to do those things. So if you have young kids, teach it to them as well.
0: Thanks, Laurie. I would encourage people who are while you're driving to keep hands on the steering wheel, but you can obviously do your anchoring with one, one hand. Hey, Lori, well, that's, of course. Awesome.
3: that's what I meant. Does you're driving, you can <laughs> still do this.
0: Thanks so much. That was helpful. I think that's one of the, I guess, strategies that I, I can implement a little bit more as well. It's just a little bit more of that anchoring in of the, of the feelings because I meditate every day. I might as well, might as well be utilizing that. And while I'm in the state of, you know, a beautiful emotional state of relaxation or whatever it is, then I'll just, uh, I'll anchor those feelings in. Thanks, Laurie. Was that helpful, everyone? There you go. You got a couple of things. Wendy, is your microphone working?
4: Testing, testing. Can you hear me?
0: I think we can. Yes.
4: Great. Okay. There was a bit of a loose connection. On that front, Laurie, can I I say that was a brilliant thing because the anchoring is so important. I used that with one of our TEDx speakers a few years ago, young lad who literally stood up and was visibly shaking on his first run out. So we got him back to, once he got through it and he sat down afterwards, I gave him the opportunity to do a quick anchor and we got it on the inside of his elbow in here. So if he, was, if he was sitting, he could have his arms crossed and nobody would know that he was just sticking a thumb on his, on his anchor point in his elbow. And that's not something that you regularly connect with. You have to do it on purpose. So absolutely, Laurie, that was a great one. Thank you very much for sharing that. And on that front, pulling in what René brought in as well, and, and what Tyson was saying about the standards we have, those standards are also what we identify with. René was talking about the I am statements. Those things that we say to ourselves, our internal scripts, I am a TEDx speaker. I am whatever you want to put in there. Those are really important. And very often they are unconscious. They've been, those those identity statements have, have been achieved when you were very very young which is why they're in the unconscious mind and as Tyson said 95% of our daily daily life activity is ruled by that so in ter- terms of getting into it the declarations that René said absolutely brilliant because you teach your unconscious mind through the conscious and through what you model and what you persistently do I'm going to pull in on what Rennie said as well in terms of the, the visualization. So if there's something that, as Laurie said, you're, you're a little bit stuck on and, and you want to do your anchoring. Great. And as you're anchoring that future one, really see yourself in it. Look at the, the whole situation that you want the success in. Be very clear what that looks like, feels like. Where in your body are you getting the sensations? Actually embody, literally embody those feelings. Look through your own eyes. What can you see? What do you feel? Both physically in terms of how things sit on you and also your emotions at that point. Really ramp into that. What are you hearing? Is there a situation where you can imagine hearing applause or... Bird song or whatever it is that's important to you, in that moment, you may have some smells significant at that point. That's something that we often miss out, but the the, the nose sense is phenomenal. How many of you know about the the realtor's idea of having coffee on the broom when you go and have a look round? Yeah, welcome or bread smell, um, bread baking. Those smells are anchoring a different form of anchor, but they are still anchoring. So going on all of that, there may be some tastes that you would like to be involved with at that point. I mean, it might be a champagne afterwards. Yeah, you've had a celebration, whatever it is, really invest in all those senses, because the more you do that, you can really feel, see, perceive, and as Renee said, be in that moment. When you've got that, anchor it in as Laurie say, go with somewhere that you don't normally touch by accident. And keep doing that, do it over and over and over again. So you layer in the, the depth of that feeling, that depth of that vision, that depth of the sound and the, the smell and the taste. And then you will walk into it because what you've been doing is you've been training your reticular activating system, that part of your brain, which is your GPS. It goes, that's where we're heading. Right. And that's where it will take you. So that's my offering for you today. A fully immersive visualization so that you can be that person now, as Rene said, be the person before you hit January 1st
2: so that you're full steam ahead. For
1: me,
0: for now, I'm done. Thank you. Thanks, Wendy. Beautiful round of applause. Thanks so much. It's so important. I mean, just to have, like, like what we're talking about for us, Renee, just the be, do, have model, just being able to really fully immerse. It's almost like practicing an identity. It's just like practicing and conditioning that side of you who's already achieved the results you're after. And just the more you do that, the more you focus on the being uh it just your your unconscious mind just starts to link this is my identity and the one of the strongest forces in the human mind is to remain consistent with how you see yourself right so that is in and of itself the practice of shifting the unconscious mind and following through with what you know is in your highest very cool linda hello
2: linda good morning everyone I'm in
5: um, a different location today down at the beach. So, um, and thank you so much, Wendy and Renee and Laurie. Perfect little... situations and examples for me to segue into what I'm going to do today is a little bit of timeline therapy, and but I will condense it down. And those of you who have studied NLP um, know this process. So again, like Wendy said, it's all about the visualisation. Well, we all have said the visualisation And so going back to your question, Tyson, what you asked is what behaviours do I need to shift to raise my standard in business? And I want everyone to think about that because what we're going to do together is a short exercise to look at the emotion that... Is creating those behaviors. What's behind those behaviors, and when, and and it's going to be different to everyone. So everyone start thinking about those. Um, what's coming up for you, because when it boils down to it, it we only have two emotions: love or fear. So when there's a behavior, and let me give you an example. It could be people pleasing so what's what's the fear around that and uh, but again everyone's going to be um, having different emotions or different situations so what I thought I'd do is take you through a um, short exercise to talk to the subconscious mind to clear the the fear and just hands up, has everyone done timeline therapy, just so I don't have to do the, the preamp? And um, okay, Barbara, um, do you know how to visualise? Okay, so just, just quickly without going into the whole background we all have a timeline we're here in the now we have a past in one direction a future in the other direction and in the past it then goes into past lives or um, goes down the generations so i But it's really about trusting your unconscious mind. And this is a closed-eye exercise. And because of time, I'll take you through very quickly. Any questions before we start? And if you need more explanation, is everyone good to go?
2: I just wanted to say thank you, uh,
3: Linda, for asking if she could visualise because there are specific conditions where people actually do not have the motor neuron capacity to visualise. So I just wanted to thank you for doing that. Uh, 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 Yes,
5: yes. And I have um, heard of some people who don't have that, um, I guess it's a, a gift. You know, some people when we just see it or we're very visual we just take it for granted that um, everyone can do it so thanks for saying that Laurie okay this is a closed eye exercise so I invite you all to close your eyes and just take a deep breath big belly breath and I'm going to talk to your unconscious mind And just ask your unconscious mind if it's... And we're going to... I'm just going to choose fear. So think about in regards to your... Which behaviour is either stopping you, blocking you, or keeping you stuck in your business. What is the, the fear underneath that? So... Is it all right for your unconscious mind for you to release this fear today
2: and for you to be aware of it consciously? And if you get a yes, right. So what is the root cause
5: of this fear? The first event, so just go back to the very first event. So this could be past lives or be passed down through the generations. And just trusting your unconscious mind because you will get it's like, oh, it was 15 lifetimes ago. And just trust whatever comes up for you. Because when it's disconnected, it will cause the problem the fear to disappear, and trusting your unconscious mind. Was it in the womb
2: or before? And because we're all going to have different answers, I will
5: just go through each of the different scenarios. Or was it past life or passed down to you genealogically? And then how many lifetimes ago or how many generations
2: ago? Or if it was after your birth, if you were to know what age were you? And again, just trusting your unconscious mind. And what I'm going to do is invite you
5: to visualize your timeline with you In the now, what you're going to do is float up above that timeline all
2: the way up into the air and over the past, facing the past, go back to that first event on your timeline,
5: whether it was in this life or how many lifetimes ago, or how many generations ago. And this is all done in your
2: mind. And just notice the event. And if you could just raise a hand and let me know when you're there. And just keeping your eyes closed, just finding. So, okay, it looks like everyone's there.
5: Now, just float above the event, directly above the event. So you're looking down on the event and ask your
2: unconscious mind what it needs to learn from that event. To just looking down on the event,
5: you're just observing, asking your unconscious mind what it needs to learn. Because the learning of which will
2: allow you to let go of the fear easily and effortlessly and allow your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings so if, the, if you need them in the future, they'll be there. As we know, fear is all an illusion. And if you could just raise a finger or let me know if you've got the learnings. And you're ready to move on. Beautiful. So now float even back before
5: the event. So stay above your timeline, above the event and before the event. And so you're looking towards the now and make sure you are well before any of the chain
2: of events that led to that event and ask yourself now where are the where's the fear has it disappeared because we've gone way back so we're now looking down into the future Now, I invite you
5: to float down inside the event, looking through your own eyes,
2: and just check on the fear. Is it there or has it disappeared now? And if If you can just raise a finger to let me know that it's disappeared. Beautiful. Awesome.
5: So now come back to now above your timeline only as quickly as you can let go of all the fear on the events all the way back to now. But keep going back to that very, very past position before the event or with each subsequent event. Just preserve the learnings and let go of the fear all the way back to now. So you keep going back and forth, just scanning your timeline and going all the way back to how many other past lives, scanning if there's any other events that also created that fear and just preserve the learnings along the way
2: and then just keep coming back to now and then float down. into now. And just let me know if you feel complete, and we're just going to test Test if it's gone. If you can just raise, raise a finger, let. yeah, okay, so. Can you remember any event in the past where you
5: used to be able to feel that old fear? And just go back and notice if you can feel it. Or maybe you can't.
2: So this is just a test. We're just going back and it's like, oh, it's disappeared. And just come back to now. And now let's just future pace.
5: And so I want you to go out into the future to an unspecified time in the future, which if it had happened in the past, you would have felt this fear that brought up this behavior, this repeated behavior. And notice if you can find that old emotion out in the
2: future. Or maybe you might find that you can't because it's disappeared, it's gone. And you've replaced it with the new behavior of success of being and doing and having and visualizing your new future seeing yourself and if anyone has had trauma from a
5: particular fear that's a slightly different exercise so what I was focusing on is more the behaviors to shift and raise the standards in a a business so if anything was uh, bringing up any trauma or any that triggered anything please let me know and I'm happy to have a one-to-one conversation with you. But the purpose for this exercise, very short, um, was just to look at what's keeping you stuck in your business, what behaviours can you change
2: in order to raise your standards in, in your business. How's everyone going? Was that helpful? No,
5: normally, I spend a lot more time, though I'm also conscious about time. And
2: but th- th- th-
5: this week, with you know Pluto going direct, this is all about transformation. It's about looking at it, all those destructive behaviors or habits or um, and anything that's keeping us stuck and and addictions is one of them. And you know, in order for us to have the death, rebirth, and transformation. So, perfect timing, Tyson. And nice, thank you,
2: everyone. How's everyone feeling? Are we all feeling good Beautiful. Hey, thanks for that, Linda. Did everyone feel a shift? I did. I was floating. But
0: awesome. Well done, everyone. One thing before we uh, before we wrap up, well, we're going to give Linda a round of applause as well. That was a really cool process. I mean, just to be able to do that time and time again, you can always just go that go back and revisit and just think of some different shifts and different fears and different uncomfortable emotions and continue that process. Obviously Linda's going to be uh, walking you through something a lot more in depth with a lot more time. If you guys reach out one-on-one um, one thing before we, before we wrap it up, I'd love to open the floor as well. If anyone wants to share either one, what they, you know, the shift that they notice within themselves or two, if you do have something else that you um, want to contribute here, But before we do that, one thing I'll add is if you guys have a pen and paper through all these exercises, I want you to write down if you are embodying a deeper level of success, an identity that comes with your next level of success, I will encourage you to write down an action item that's, Consistent or aligned with that version of yourself. Another way of rephrasing this is if you were already achieving the outcome that you want, if you are already achieving the level of success that is your next leap, what would you be doing? What would your daily activities look like? How would you be looking after yourself? To summarize the be, do, have model, as Renee was explaining, many people make the mistake of saying, oh, once I have this thing, I'll do some different things and then be a different person, right? But if you're trying to have something, something new, while remaining the same being as the person you were before, then you'll always achieve what you've always gotten, right? As soon as you shift into being someone different and then doing some different actions, that's when you can have the different result that you're after. Make sense? So we're focusing now on the being with all these exercises. I want to shift that to, if you're already being that person, what would you be doing? If you write down one action item just one step that's expansive for you. It might be reaching out to some people, creating some content, starting that YouTube channel, organizing that collaboration, being bold in your communication, whatever it is, right? Telling that person you love them. Whatever you think is your next expansive leap, write that down as an action action item and then schedule it. Whether it's today, tomorrow, sometime this week, sometime this week, schedule that in and start to practice being that version of yourself through action. You'll reinforce the new identity through your action because you're like, now I'm the kind of person who does this because I'm doing it, right? So follow through with that. Write down the next action item and, uh, and schedule it for this week. If you guys need some accountability to follow through with your action item, feel free to reach out to each other because that's really, really important. To have support and accountability uh, while you take these actions that's what i would recommend sunny you've got your little virtual hand raised there what would you like to add to the conversation
6: yes i really enjoy all the techniques and sharing and um i just want to add about our heart power our heart is really intelligence, but most of us when we talk about subconscious we tackle our mind because mind cannot really do subconscious work they can s- respond to the information the visual this the picture but it's coming after the heart connect with the desire the the beingness the, the really just who you are um, so i'm into this hot mass institute they have this extensive uh, study for twenty years. And they've used the technology to detect the the field, the the electromagnetic field outside of the heart and the brain. And they have the significant differences. The heart, if we really let it shine, let it vibrate the way it's supposed to be, they have this five thousand times stronger than our mind. So actually minds follow the heart. That's how a lot of people say, you know, let the heart lead because they're really the leading us to the trouble, to the performance, to everything is our heart. But if we focus on the mind, sometimes the filter and the past experience and um, all the traumas, they are gonna be dragged us down. So I'd like to just share very simple thing they call the heart brain coherence. It's only three steps. Um, I'm not sure I have time, but I just do it quickly because everybody can do it anytime. You don't need to close your eyes. You don't need to get a quiet place. And they actually have some kind of device. If you don't trust yourself, you can let it be because they can have this rhythm. You can follow suit and you can calm your down. So there's three steps. The first step is called heart focus. Just like we if we focus on our heart. But if you think you need help, our hand is a lot of electricity, right? We are all electric. We have a lot of energy inside. So you can put your hand just around your heart area. But that means you grounded. So you connect your body with your heart. So that's how it's called heart focus. So when you do that, then you start to second step slow your breathing. It's called heart breathing because the heart really vibrates as soon as, like, soon as resonance is very slow 5.8 hertz. So, when we get to that slow, not cannot do that slow, right? But you just kind of breathe thing, like get this natural reason to slow down. Then, once you feel you're like in this really flowing and slow rhythm, then you go to the third step. That is called heart feeling. So, our emotions, our feelings, uh, with the beautiful with the positivity, actually, you're going to be chewing our brain. So all the fears, everything, if you allow your heart to just be the heart and the brain will finally give out the power. Uh, so in the heart feeling, you can think about a picture, or event, or smell, or anything make you feel like a little kid again, and you're happy, and you let that feeling stick mm-hmm. in with your breathing, your focus, until you feel like all the stress and all the tension in your body is gone. Because our body is really smart. Our brain try to control it, but once we know how to use the heart brain or coherence techniques or something like that, you let the heart get out. The energy field is such a beautiful place at seven feet, they do the analysis seven feet along. So you have this big bubble, you go anywhere, you can influence the other, raise their vibration too. So other than just try to control our subconscious mind, just let the heart shine. It's much easier and it's fun. So I just want to share that.
0: Thank you, Sunny. Thank you everyone. I've put the link to the uh, collaborative call in the Zoom chat here. That starts in six minutes. Uh, so feel free to bring this energy onto that call and we'll see what sort of people you can meet, ideas which you can generate, collaborations you can uh, you can you can create from this space. I think when it comes to growing a business, we always want to be doing this work. Because as you guys know, we're either growing or dying. We're never stagnant in business. We're always growing or dying. Nothing's ever stagnant. So if you want to keep, if you want to keep progressing, growing, if you want to keep improving, you have to keep re-identifying yourself. You have to keep shifting into that identity of that new level of growth, correct? Which takes this work. It takes the work of shifting the mind, shifting the heart, shifting the body, and making sure that you're living that uh time and time again so be free like if you want to if you want to take your action step this week then keep us uh keep us posted keep us engaged maybe next week if you guys are free to jump on same day and time uh we can share in the chat what action steps we took and everything like that it'd be really cool to get this group engaged and uh supporting each other with those leaps that's what this group's all about is taking those leaps and and i guess you know, receiving the benefits on the other side. So if you want to be of inspiration to others, come back uh, next week and we can share in the chat or even just a quick, you know, a quick share of just what action step you did take and what were the results. I think that would be really, really cool. But thank you everyone for jumping on. I really want to, uh, I really want to thank you. I'll see you guys in a couple of minutes if you can join the, uh, in the collaborative call. But place on the calendar, same day and time next week. I'll update the Zoom to make sure that it's not every second week, that it's every week. And uh, if we need to change it, we can. I'll come up with another topic or something um, throughout the week. But thank you all for being here. Hopefully you got some benefit. Thank you for everyone who shared. That was amazing. I'll see you guys in a few minutes if you can jump on the collaborative call, okay? Thank you all. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.